0: Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Basketball and hockey are now over, so that means moving on to the UFC. Put down $5 on any UFC 276 fighter and get $100 in free plays no matter what. All right. We're going to talk some Arizona hoops. We're going to talk some Arizona football in this show and what to really expect. Kind of our first look around the Pac-12 for basketball look around for PAC 12 for football as well and see where everything stands for the Arizona Wildcats against the rest of the league. All right. We just got done with basketball season. So that means we're going to start with basketball season. Then we'll get to football. But right now, if you look at it, Arizona is generally viewed as a slight favorite to win the 2022, 2023 PAC 12 basketball championship. And, it makes some sense. I was a little bit surprised at first, but it certainly does make some sense. And we'll get to some reasons why. But for Arizona, obviously, unlike UCLA, Arizona outperformed regular season expectations. You lose Daylon Terry. You lose Coloco. You lose Ben Matherin. But you still bring back an Azulis who's very underrated in this entire equation. You bring back Kirk Carissa, Pella Larson. Then you bring in a, a Courtney Ramey. You've got an Umar Ballo coming back. It's a pretty solid starting lineup. You've got some shooting. You've got size. Maybe a little behind on the athleticism, but you're close enough. Then coming off the bench, you've got an Adama Ball, a Henry Visar, and a Cedric Henderson Jr. Again, that's just a guess on how that roster is going to go. But you look at it. From the athleticism quotient, you've got Ramey, you've got Pella, who's a sneaky athlete. Then you got Cedric Henderson, all in the perimeter, all good athletes. Shooting, Pella obviously can shoot. We've seen that. You've seen Courtney Ramey has shown that he can shoot. You like the capability of Curtis shoot, but he hasn't shown it yet, so we got to see it. But it makes sense. Arizona had a really good season and they're going to probably be the slight favor to win the conference again. Now, there's three other teams that the betting people look at and are basically saying has the chance to win the conference as well. Number two is going to be UCLA. I was a little bit surprised that Arizona was favored over UCLA, but uh, you Defoe, Michael Defoe on uh, Twitter gave some pretty good reasons, and I'm going to steal some of them right here. But let's talk about what UCLA has right now. You're returning the best player in the conference in small forward slash power forward Jaime Jaquez. He's an interesting player. We've all, We've seen him now for three years, but he's got a little bit of a Luke Walton to his game where he gets into the paint. He can shake, go either way, and he can get to the hoop. He's not super athletic, but he's able to get where he wants, and he's shown that he's a closer. He's a tough-as-nails guy one of the bigger mismatches in the entire conference, probably going to be the preseason favor of the year to win the player of the year. Then you've also got Tiger Campbell, who does seem like he's been around for 10 years, but Tiger Campbell still has another year after this. If he so chooses not an all-star, not a superstar, but very much an all-conference type guy. We've watched him before. He's tough. He's dynamic or not necessarily dynamic, but you can look up and he's probably going to get you 13 and six And play heady basketball while playing strong defense. That's those are the two real bona fide players that you have coming back next year. Now, let's look at some of the other people. You've got two five star players coming in. You got Amari Bailey on the wing at six foot five, and then you got uh, Adam Bona. Now, Bona is an interesting guy because he's he's UCLA's. He's UCLA's problem against Arizona because UCLA has one big man, and that's Bona at six foot nine. After that, you've got some wings, you've got a Jalen Clark, you've got some guys who are going to probably have to masquerade as big men. But when it comes down to it, UCLA essentially has two big men. That's going to be a massive problem against the U of A when you're coming at Tabellus, when you're coming at you with Ballow, when you're coming at you with Henry Visar. Again, I can see it working. But they have a very little margin for error, especially in that front court position. In the back court, they're fine. Obviously, Tiger Campbell, Amari Bailey, David Singleton's a really good three-point shooter. Uh, Jalen Clark, athletic, run, jump type guy, probably at the four position. Dylan Andrews, another nice guard coming in. So you're fine on the perimeter. You've got shooting. You've got athleticism. But down low... You've essentially got one traditional big, and that's it. And that's going to be a problem for UCLA against Arizona and the team we're about to talk about. But before that, let's talk about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, CodeWord PHNX. Okay, here's the deal you put in five bucks on any UFC 276 fighter, and you get $100 in free plays. That simple, that easy. There's no strings attached. Very easy. I know nothing about UFC. Don't take anything, my word for it. Only take my word that you should get on there because it doesn't matter if you know anything. You get $100 in free plays. If you're a new customer, 21 and up, Arizona only, you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They will all get you taken care of. But again, DraftKings Sportsbook app, you put in five bucks, you get uh, on any UFC fighter, and you get $100 in free plays. But don't forget the promo code. PHNX. Okay. So we talked about Arizona and UCLA. Those are the two favorites right now to win the conference. Let's talk about Oregon. Oregon last year was a dumpster fire. Every time it seemed like Arizona or Oregon was about to get going, they fell off. They didn't play well. It was a weird combination where the roster didn't necessarily fit. Nobody had really defined roles and They were capable of big things like beating UCLA twice, taking Arizona down to the wire at home, but they were also capable of losing to really bad teams like Colorado and ASU. So much of that roster is back with an infusion of talent, but let's talk about that talent here, and let's talk about these roles. At the point guard position, out is Davion Harmon, in is Keyshawn Bartholomew from Colorado. Now, Bartholomew is... Not a great player, but I think he provides what Dana Altman's looking for, stability at that point guard position. Because last year's on and off point guard, Will Richardson, I would imagine is going to be playing shooting guard pretty much the whole season. He's going to be stuck into a role right there, and I mean stuck as in a good way. In He's going to be a scorer. He's going to be asked to initiate the offense, but when he's asked to initiate the offense, he's going to be asked to score. Then you got Quincy Garrier. Oregon really didn't know what to do with him last year either. The transfer out of Syracuse had him playing some power forward. Towards the end of the year, they had had him settle in as a three-point shooter, and he hit almost 40% of his three-point shots, I believe, in his last 16 games. I would imagine he mans that small forward position on both sides, offense and defense, and you try to get him... Five to six looks a game and he tries to get some garbage baskets. That's gonna be his role. So then you got the other two guys. You're gonna go super big, Oregon is. That's why I think UCLA is gonna have a real problem with them. Kel Ware is probably gonna be your starting power forward. This is one of the five best players in the country. You could make the case that he's the best big man in the entire class. He is he can block shots, he can run, he can shoot, he can stretch the court. He's very nimble for a guy his size. And he's really shot up all the rankings. Again, this is a top five prospect. The best player that's entering the conference. A little bit more of a finesse big. Udifo also compared him a little bit to LaMarcus Aldridge. I don't hate that comparison. I think it's a pretty good comparison. And he slides in perfectly next to Enfali Dante, who's your typical back-to-the-basket big. He averaged 8-6 and six last year. The one thing with Dante, though, is... You need him to be more consistent. There were games, like against Arizona, where he looked absolutely fantastic, where he played head-on with Christian Coloco, and then there were other games where he played 20 minutes and get one point and two rebounds. He's way too talented to not be averaging and not be getting double figures every single game. Bare minimum, you want a 13-10 and type line out of him. And then off the bench, it's an interesting combination where you got a bunch of J.C. guys who generally a couple of those guys hit with, uh, uh, with Dana Altman. So we'll see if whether you know you bringing in the JUCO player of the year. You also got Rivaldo Soares coming back, and you got uh, you got uh, Jermaine Huiznard from South Carolina, who averaged twelve a game, Uh low efficiency dot guy, but um, good to bring off the bench. And then Nate Biddle, the X five star big man, didn't show much, but. The one thing with Oregon is you're looking for the clear delineation of roles. And I think that, at least on paper, Dana Altman's probably got that figured out to a certain extent. But their plan also is going to be able to beat you up down up close. Now, the one other player that, or the one other team that has some consideration here from betters is USC. And it's, it's easy to see why. If Jaime Hawkins wasn't the preseason player of the year, it would probably be small forward Drew Peterson out of USC. Drew Peterson is really, really good. Um, Anybody that can put up 15 points and nine rebounds and get five blocks in a game can do some things. He's a really good small forward, probably an NBA prospect. In my book, not quite as good as Hawkins, but probably the second best player in the conference. Then you got Boogie Ellis at the point guard spot. Not great, but good enough. And you then you've also got uh, Reese Waters Dixon coming back at the shooting guard position. Pretty talented guy. I'd expect a big year, a nice year out of him. And then you got players coming in. You got Vince Iwachukwu, top twenty-five big. You got Kajani Wright, top fifty big. They'll be manning down low along with uh, Trey Wright, top fifty wing coming in. I like USC's talent. I'm not a big fan of Andy Enfield as a coach, so I think that's going to be a little bit of an issue. If you were to ask me, it's Arizona, Oregon, or UCLA, whichever ones you uh, prefer. I think Oregon's probably a little bit underrated right now, but again, the year they're coming off of, it's hard to really sit here and say that they are. But either way, she really shows you, and it's a testament to Arizona, that you can be that good, you can be that highly thought of losing Two first round picks and a high second round pick. So, Arizona's slight favor to win the conference. All right, we're going to talk football here in just a second. But again, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Football's over, or excuse me, basketball's over, hockey's over. That means it's time to get into the next sport, and that means UFC. I don't know anything about UFC, but I know that you can make some money off this. And here's what you got to do. You got to put down 5 bucks on any fighter in UFC 276. Again, it doesn't matter who the fighter is. If you're a new customer and you put down 5 bucks, you get $100 in free plays. Don't forget though. You got to put in code word PHNX. That'll be the one that makes everything happen. So again, UFC's here. This is also a great time. You got baseball going on. Keep the finger or keep the fingers going. That means that you're going to be able to then bet on or you'll be in the season for football. You'll be in the season for basketball. DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Okay, now let's talk a little bit of Arizona football. First, if you wanted to bet on this, you should go to DraftKings. I love the over of 2.5 wins for Arizona. But let's break down the Pac-12 South a little bit and where Arizona football falls in there. Now, USC and Utah should be the prohibited favorites to win the win the South pretty much every year. Everybody knows that Lincoln Riley is now in as the uh, USC head coach. Things are about to be different. You brought in Caleb Williams, one of the handful of best uh, uh, quarterbacks in the country. You bring in pit transfer, uh, who Jordan Addison, who was the best wide receiver in the nation last year. You bring in an Oklahoma transfer, a five-star kid talent will not be an issue at USC. You wonder how they're going to be on the the line and in the trenches, and we'll certainly find that one out, but their talent level is going to be great, and you've got Lincoln Riley in there who is your first really bona fide coach since Pete Carroll left, what, 15 years ago. If you're a UFC fan, you're excited. They should be able to compete for the conference this year and for the foreseeable future. Utah is one of those teams that you don't even really need to preview. You know that they're going to be about nine or 10 wins. They're going to be solid on both sides of the ball and well-coached. Those are the two teams that should be at the top of the Pac-12 South. But after that, I think Arizona can pretty much hang with anybody, and I think Arizona can beat anybody. UCLA is interesting because they got to eight wins last year with Chip Kelly. DTR, at the quarterback position, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, certainly made improvements, but... UCLA still is too wildly inconsistent for me. When you watch them against uh, Arizona last year, before McLeod got hurt, Arizona was right in that game. Arizona's added Jaden Delora, who's, who's a better player than Jordan McLeod, and that should help. UCLA, Arizona can beat. UCLA will probably be favored. They probably should be favored, but I don't worry at all about being able to be competitive against UCLA. And then the two other teams at the bottom of the conference, ASU is, they got an easy out of conference schedule, but I think ASU is going to be absolutely terrible in conference. I think this is a team that knows that their head coach is about to be out of there. And you bring in Emery Jones from Florida. Cool. I don't know who you're going to be throwing to. You lost almost all your receivers and you lost receivers to good schools, to Florida, to Florida State, to Oklahoma, I mean, again, high-caliber type kids that you lost right there, and you didn't necessarily replace them. Running back, I think, will be solid. You got a nice transfer in from Wyoming. You got Daniel Ngata back. But when you lose 30 players and you lose guys, again, to Ohio State, to LSU, to Florida, to Florida State, you can keep going on down the list, USC, that's going to be a, a hill that I don't think that ASU is going to be able to get over. Factor in that I think Herm Edwards is probably going to be out of there, and I th- I could see this team shutting down. I think Arizona should be able to finish ahead of ASU in the Pac-12 South. And then Colorado. Colorado isn't good. Last year I thought that they would smoke Arizona. They did, but that was mainly because of Arizona's quarterback play. I think so much is going to change right now with having a decent quarterback because how many times last year were there passes that were – just should have been made, and Gunner Cruz either throws the ball 30 yards out of bounds, or Will Plummer just has the game moving a little bit too fast for him. Arizona and you lose if you're at Colorado, you lose. Uh, you lose Braden Rice. I think Arizona can beat Colorado. I really do. So, because again, you've got a decent quarterback, you know what you got now. You've brought in a much better skill position talent. The lines still need to be upgraded, but I think Arizona is good to finish. I would like to see them finish at least fourth in the Pac-12 South, and I would like to see them over that two-and-a-half wins. You could bet that over on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Okay, so again, Arizona basketball, Probably going to be the preseason pick to win it all. Arizona football, I think, should surprise, should be able to finish fourth in the South. We're going to be back with you tomorrow. William Brad Alice coming on at 1230 for his normal Tuesday appearance. Everybody out there, have a great day. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.